This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, December 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USMCA ball is in Pelosi's court. China trade talks proceeding around the clock. RFS WOTUS rules at White House for review. The USMCA ball falls in Pelosi's court. U.S. and Mexican negotiators have hammered out a deal on USMCA, and now it will be up to House Democrats to accept it or object. Bloomberg News reported Saturday that the proposed deal was reached after a marathon negotiating session Friday between Jesus Siede, Mexico's top North American negotiator, and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. We're doing well, Siede told AgriPulse and other news outlets on Saturday. I'm confident we're close. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland said Friday he believes the USMCA implementing bill could be on the House floor as soon as this week. Nearly 160 House Republicans, including Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California, are sending a letter to Pelosi today pressuring her to put the USMCA implementing bill on the House floor before the end of the year. The top Republican of the House Agriculture Committee, Texas Representative Mike Conway, and fellow Texan Kevin Brady, the senior Republican on Ways and Means, also signed the letter, which will say that approving USMCA would be a critically important victory for the American people. Optimistic Signs for U.S.-China Deal Talks between U.S. and Chinese negotiators are now going around the clock. National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow told reporters Friday, adding to optimistic signs out of Beijing that a deal to end the trade war may once again be in sight. We are close, Kudlow said. We're just not quite there yet. On Friday, China's Customs and Tariff Commission of the State Council announced it will issue new tariff exemptions for importers to buy U.S. soybeans and pork. That, according to Xinhua News, a government-run media outlet. The commission will dedicate a range of goods to be excluded from tariff countermeasures against U.S. Section 301 measure, Xinhua said. Kudlow said the Chinese tariff-lifting gesture was much appreciated. RFS and WOTUS rules go to White House for review. EPA has sent its final rule setting blending targets under the Renewable Fuel Standard to the White House, setting in motion an interagency review. EPA's July proposal included only a small increase in overall biofuel usage, all of it attributed to an expected increase of 122 million gallons in cellulosic biofuel production. The RVO rule will be accompanied by a supplemental rule addressing small refinery exemptions in 2020. The proposal used a three-year rolling average recommended by the Department of Energy to calculate waivers. Also sent late last week to the Office of Management and Budget for review, the Waters of the U.S. rule, which EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers have targeted for publication in January. FCC's Ag Task Force kicks off broadband work. Today's the first meeting of a special task force created by the Federal Communications Commission to review connectivity and technology needs of precision agriculture. The 2018 Farm Bill included a provision directing the FCC to set up the group. 
The task force will play a critical role in assessing connectivity needs and demand, accelerating deployment on unserved agriculture lands, and promoting adoption of these broadband-based technologies, according to FCC Chairman Ajit Pai. The task force working groups will include one that will focus on mapping and analyzing connectivity in ag lands. It will be chaired by Michael Adeline, Vice President for Technology and Security at South Dakota State University. The second working group assigned to study current and future connectivity demand will be chaired by Daniel Leibfried, the Director of John Deere's Advanced Technology Intelligent Solutions Group. The meeting will be held from 9.30 to 4.45 at the meeting room at FCC headquarters in southwest Washington, D.C., and will be webcast. Candidates press broadband ahead of Iowa vote. Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, who is struggling to keep pace with the Democratic presidential field in Iowa, has released a plan to spend $150 billion on publicly owned, open access broadband networks and to pre-up state laws that limit or prohibit municipal and other publicly owned broadband systems. Sanders' plan also calls for establishing a dedicated fund at USDA to provide money for last-mile broadband projects in remote rural areas. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, who is still playing catch-up in Iowa, released an ag policy plan on Friday that also calls for major investment in rural broadband as well as conservation programs. Booker's plan calls for spending more than $100 billion by 2030 through existing USDA conservation programs. FDA allowing earlier inspection of small farms under Food Safety Modernization Act. The Food and Drug Administration is clarifying that states receiving competitive funding under a grant program to implement the Food Safety Modernization Act's produce safety rule will be able to begin routine inspections of small farms in January. FDA said it received several requests from states to start the inspections early instead of waiting for spring to have greater flexibility to align routine inspections with winter growing seasons where applicable. All but six states have received what is called the competitive AB funds, which covers state development of infrastructure, education, technical assistance, and inventory programs, as well as an inspection compliance and enforcement programs. Dems to introduce bill assessing emissions from public lands. Raul Grijalva, the chairman of the House Natural Resources Committee, says he plans to unveil legislation tomorrow to tackle greenhouse gas emissions from public lands. The press release announcing a news conference cites U.S. geological survey data showing climate-harming emissions from public lands account for nearly a quarter of the U.S. total. The new bill seeks to reduce that figure while simultaneously promoting positive climate actions so that the total net contribution of public lands to greenhouse gas emissions is zero by 2040. State pesticide regulators to discuss dicamba and hemp. State pesticide officials meeting today in Virginia will discuss dicamba damage in 2019 and hear an update from EPA officials on its review of pesticides used on hemp. The state FIFRA Issues Research and Evaluation Group will hear from Leo Reed of the Office of the Indiana State Chemist on dicamba. A survey of 19 states where dicamba was used found nearly 1,400 complaints of damage from the herbicide that resulted in investigations. 
Nine of the 19 reporting states had fewer than 10 complaints. The survey results have been provided to EPA, which has told states it wants to hear about their experiences with dicamba. Here's today's She Said It. We lived simply. Life revolved around farming, church, school, and 4-H. That Kelly Loeffler, newly appointed U.S. Senator from Georgia, quoted in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution talking about her upbringing in Illinois. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, December 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.